Welcome to the Toronto Family Show. This is where we interview changemakers, showing what's taking place in the city and how they are making a difference. Today's episode of the Toronto Family Show is brought to you by Casper Mattress. Unbox Better Sleep with Casper and get your 100-night risk-free trial. You can find a link to save $75 towards your purchase by visiting torontofamilyshow.com slash Casper. Now back to the show. Welcome to Toronto Family Show. Today we're talking about sleep. Proper sleep routines are important for both kids and adults, yet we often overlook them. Sleep affects every type of tissue in our body and every aspect in our life, from learning, working, behavior, appetite, and the list goes on. Today we're talking about sleep with a pediatric sleep consultant, Kudela Williams, who is the founder of Sweet Dream Sleep Consulting. Welcome to the show, Ms. Williams. Uh, let's start with the ages of your patients. How old are the kids who are part of your practice? So they have sort of a plan to go by. Um, 
even for eight years of age, I would recommend a nice dark room for them, you know, to be in. So they can have a nightlight in their room at, you know, anything past four years of age. But a nice dark room will really help with those, you know, sunsets that are 9 p.m., 10 p.m. at night. So and early mornings at 5 a.m. so that they're, they're still sleeping through the melatonin in their body is still nice and strong and it's keeping them asleep for the, the long hours at night time. Now, regarding activities in the evening, because, you know, all the sports activities happen, you know, after school hours, you know, they're anywhere between 4 a.m. and 7 p.m., sorry, 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. that they're happening. So if they happen, plan for it, you know, get nice meals into them so that dinner is out of the way. Um, they've got their full bellies going into these activities. They've finished their activities. They come home, you know, a good, nice shower, bath, and into bed they go. So get them into bed by 8.30 and you won't have any problems with that. that this is really good. So uh, how do parents... Um, tell me about your practice. So you said you start consulting before children are even born because this is so important for 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 parents to be productive adults for us to not have a life that is a complete disaster with due to sleep deprivation how like what should be our plan before we have kids when we have kids even like how do, do we just come in or do we like how how do you run your practice if uh, parents want to get consulting from you so I have families all over the world. So it's not just locally here in Ontario. I have families all over the world. And so it, before I even begin helping a family, so let's just start if it's a you know a mom who's pregnant and who's coming to one of my seminars or contacting me. Um, usually when I first start off with going, what is their style of parenting? What is this something that they would like to do? Um, each parenting style is very different. Uh, each child is very different. Right. So I always prepare the parent way, hey, you can be 100% prepared for this child. When this child comes out, their personality can be very different. Right, and also the way that they respond to their parents is completely different than the way they respond to their teachers. Like, every situation is different. Very, very different. So, I, when I first start working with a brand new parent, I usually get them geared up with what sort of things are important in their nursery, what things are not important. You know, it's we're so targeted by marketing right now, and we're exposed to so many things to purchase for a child and sometimes a child doesn't need all those things right so going back down to the basics what does a baby need you know what did their nursery look like sort of what education on circadian rhythm should be solving up so it doesn't mean that you have a baby and you have a sleepless years for two years in a row you can absolutely have a baby sleeping 11 to 12 hours through the night at 14 weeks I work with babies who are beautiful, healthy babies who are sleeping through the night then. I also have babies that don't sleep through the night till six months of age. So it all depends on the child. So, you know, setting good, realistic expectations with that family, knowing what you can expect, what can be a good, healthy feeding schedule for the baby, what can you expect from sleep as well. So what what kind of things can you geared towards what can you what's okay not to, you know it's okay to hold your baby it's okay to have you know, nurse your baby to sleep in the beginning stages they're too little right you know you can't expect them to be sleeping through the night when they're right out of your womb at that point yeah like and it's hard when you're a new parent you don't know what to expect really exactly. i mean no because 
information out there. Right, and each child is different, and but that's the problem as well, because we, we're so bad at diagnosing or guessing what's wrong with kids, especially when it comes to behavior. Or So I think everyone should first come to you to address sleep, and if that doesn't work, then go on and see, hey, you know, maybe my child has ADHD or ADD or whatever not, but I think so much of it can be solved with just good sleep and good food. Absolutely. And, you know, before I even start working with a family, I usually do a free 20-minute consultation to really see what is the struggle that's happening. Is right. it, do they really need my support or not? And sometimes I tell a family going, listen, you don't need my support. There's a few things that you need to do, and I'll give you some tips to go off the way, and they can fix the issue. Right. If it is a strong enough issue that I, you know, say going, yes, you definitely need my help, and let's get going, then there's several packages I offer families. So starting from my newborn package to my infant package and then to my toddler packages. So different ranges, different, complete different solutions that's offered to them. And then I even go supports you know, through the night. Sometimes I go into parents' homes or online all through the night, supporting them through the full a full night and how to put the child back to sleep. And it's truly depending on the parents' level of comfort. Right, right. And and parents have to, like, I think sometimes we're guarded because we try, we would try to come off as we got it, but we don't. Because, <laughs> you know, you you want to believe that you can handle it, but we can handle all things. And if you have, especially more than one child, you know, they're all different. Like, so like, Absolutely. and Helena, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, I get a lot of parents, parents tell me, you know, oh, well, this is my second child. I, I think I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. Unbelievable <laughs> how many parents I get who have got second, third and fourth children, because they'll tell me all the time going, this one came out completely different it, it, they do. with this child. And also, when the second or third child comes into play, and then the older ones are having activities in the evening, school drop-offs and pickups, the schedule is completely off. That's so right. How to get that child to sort of fit into the family and fit into the schedules? Yeah, getting especially the youngest child to agree that they need more sleep, perhaps, and they have a different sleeping schedule than the teenagers. That is, that is like you have to be a, a master negotiator. <laughs> complicated so like we all need help and but we also think sleep is such a basic thing why would we need help we're just going to put the child to bed and it's you know it's just going to work out but it's like i found all these basic things are, are we just overlook because we think they should just all be a given but they're not if they don't work out like they affect negatively everything else so it's just like you're thrown off into chaos if you don't get these major things right even though they seem so simple, like, of course, you know, you should get it. Tell your child to go to bed. Like, you know, when I was a child, my mom would say, go to bed, and I would just go to bed. I tell my child to go to bed. They're like, no, I'm not tired, and I want to do this. And I'm, so, <laughs> so. It's, um, it comes back to boundaries. Yes. It, it comes back to that, you know, 
Boundaries are very important for children. You know, they're they're natural boundary pushers. That's what they do. But boundaries are very important to them. You know, you may, you may end up being a big feeling like we're being strict with the whole situation, but they thrive on that. Once you get the boundaries, they may battle you with it. But as soon as you firmly sit to the boundaries, they'll maybe fight you once or twice. But after that, they won't fight you on it because right. they know that is non-negotiable. Right. And also, like you said, like making the routine a behavior. If we yeah. can do that, then, you know, the battle is going to come out on its own. Like it's not going to be a factor anymore because so, we're just creatures of habit. If we can make these good habits, it's going to work out. It's just making them. Anyways, I'm not going to hold you up too much. I I want to, uh, your website is sweetdreams.consulting. I will put your website and your contact info on our website so Perfect. our listeners will be able to get in touch with you. Thank you so much for your time. This is, this you is beautiful, and I might be calling you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miss Williams. Have a good day.